Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to season two of Fantasy Football Noise. I'm John Nichols, and with me, as ever, are Wayne Mitchell. Good evening. Hello. How are you? Very well, thank you. And Steve Baker. Jonathan, how are you? Really, really buoyant. Very excited, gents. Here we are, back again. Super. We're back. Nine weeks of foreplay on social media for me, and now (laughs) we approach climax as we record our first episode of the season. Haven't you been? I genuinely can't believe that they gave us a second season. We've got, got a second, second series. series. <laughs> when you say they, it's just basically we. We could we, we could be bothered to do a second series. Yeah, <laughs> we awarded ourselves. You have been busy on Twitter though, Mitchell. Well, I've been I've been trying to do two things. Number one, drum up some punters to listen to this lousy podcast, and two, to do some research because for anyone that's new to the podcast, uh, we ought to explain that. Jay and Baco are actually not too bad at fantasy football. They weren't brilliant last season. We're calling it a blip. I was hopeless last season. Yeah, my overall rank was 2.3 millionth. And I <laughs> vowed... I you vowed, represented your best ever season, yeah? No, my best ever season was 171,000th, actually. Okay, I'll have you know. <laughs> but then you always tell me that's when there were fewer players in the actual, uh, in the actual game. Correct. But no, I vowed at the end of last season to make a good fist of it. So I've been doing a lot of research and it's been hugely valuable and I now feel well ahead of you, Jay, because you've done, I think, fuck all, if I'm correct. Correct. I've done four-fifths of fuck all, yes. <laughs> I am deeply underprepared. Um, it's been a very busy summer, um, but I've got next week and uh, it'll be fine. I have assembled a team, but I've basically just done it on players that I like that I can fit into the budget. Well, make sure you hit the deadline though, Jay, for your team, which is on uh, Saturday morning, of course. Of course, absolutely. <laughs> Saturday morning, mate, last minute changes as ever. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> yeah, you want me to gloss over the Friday night bit, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't mention the Friday night. Did you think you got me? <laughs> I was hoping you were deeply, deeply un- underprepared, but uh, maybe not prick. that underprepared. No. John? <laughs> yes? What can we expect from the show? What a great shout, Baker. Well, We've had some pre-season preliminary, what should we call them, a pre-production meeting? Let's do it. We've had some chats and we have uh, agreed on a few amendments to our lineup from last year. First of all, it should be noted that we are not experts, we are not pundits, we are bang average FPL players. Um, we just like it and have a chat about it and a laugh. So this year we're going to head-to-head ourselves again, but... There are a few people who suggested that we pitched ourselves against the average score of each week. So we're going to do that. 
So this week we'll have a this year we'll have a quick mention of how we're faring against each other each week um, alongside the average. We'll also obviously be having our mini league updates and Baco, you're going to own that. I think how many people currently signed up to the FFA mini league? Well, not only that, Jay, but we've got some exciting news about the mini league. We have. So we've you're got... dropping that right now. Yeah. Do it. Okay. Do it. So we've got almost 200 already. Some cracking names. I'll come on to that in a second. <laughs> but the exciting news this year is that we have a substantial cash prize. So potential, if anyone wants to... A potential. <laughs> well, I'll explain the rules. So so you can join if you if, if you get our mini league link at uh, in Twitter at fantasy underscore noise. Join, join up. And then you have a chance to win five hundred pounds to the winner. <gasps> a monkey? Yes, a monkey. <laughs> it is a chance, so, though, Baco. You ought to explain yeah, that a chance. chance. Yeah. So uh, basically, a challenge. A challenge has been set, has it not? Friend of the show, Stairzy, has challenged Mitchell in the first four game weeks to be twenty-five points ahead of him. Now, based on last year's form, I'd say that was that was ambitious. That that Mitch, you're going to do that. Where did Stairsy finish last year? Did he was he was he joint was he joint top or was he second in our mini? He was close. Yeah, joint joint know. second with Stuart, I think. Stuart Harrison. That's right. Yeah, joint second. But if that milestone is hit, if Mitch is 25 points ahead of Stairsy after week four, after game week four, then we're going to have a 500 pound pot. He's putting 500 quid in the prize fund. I like that. <laughs> And just to correct you briefly, Baco, I actually uh-huh. challenged Stairzy because he he put his team up on Twitter last night, and I looked at it and I thought, compared to mine, that's shit. I'm I'm going to fucking have you. I thought to myself, and so we had a little bit of uh, late night Twitter bants, and that's where his uh, his oh, commitment so five hundred pounds came from. Wonderful! Wow! So you basically goaded him into this. He hasn't just dreamt this up himself. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what happened. Wonderful. I can't help thinking, though, Mitch, as I heard you saying that sentence, as I heard your egotistical bravado, a little video popped into my memory. <laughs> Can you remember? I think I actually shared it recently with the five-year anniversary where you, you had seen someone eating Ferrero Rocher, how many they could eat in a minute. Yes, it was and a you, world record you, attempt, yeah. <laughs> you were absolutely confident. The world record, was it, was it nine? Um, I think the world yeah, think record was nine, was nine yeah. for memory, yeah. and you're in like, one minute, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll piss that. I'll absolutely piss that. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, maybe we can share that to, to for our Twitter followers. Um, but you suffice to say, you did not piss it. <laughs> it's very, very much more difficult than I had anticipated. Yeah. So if I anyone think wants the... to try it, Ferrero Rocher are extremely claggy. It's a very difficult challenge. It's a funny video, actually. Um, but um, I think Stairs should. Can probably sleep well at night knowing that your all your bravado is not always backed up with fact or performance. <laughs> hey, listen, it, it was big talk. It was big talk, and let's see where that big talk gets us, shall we? Yeah, I love hey, it. I love it. Hey, listen. Even if even if you aren't twenty four five points clear, we'll have prizes. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. have monthly winners. I'll take everyone through the mini league standings. Every week, and yep. uh, yeah, you get lots of shout-outs. Just quickly clarify the prize fund. So the, the guaranteed prize fund, we're going to do monthly mugs, right? And yep. we've also said there's going to be, if Stairsy's thing doesn't come off, so if Mitch doesn't manage to hit that target, there's going to be, yeah, be a couple of hundred 150 quid. quid. 
yeah. 150 quid for the for the winner this year and 50 quid for second place. Yeah, irrespective. So that's guaranteed. Yep. Yeah, and if if Mitch can do it, and we're all obviously rooting for him, then um, the, the 500 quid is going to be for the winner. We're we yep. saying all all on the winner. And then we'll, we'll we'll bump our 150 and 200 down to second and third, yeah? Yeah, perfect. Of course, Massive. we ought to mention that if there are any representatives of uh, the marketing departments of blue chip organisations out there <laughs> that would like to sponsor our show, <laughs> then yeah, maybe we could have a £5,000 prize get for the, for the winner. Feel free to but, get in um, I, I, I suggest that's maybe a long shot. Potentially at this stage. Sorry, Baker, you were saying you've got some big names for us, some funny names. Here's some names, right? There's some crackers. Uh, I've picked out a selection. Delphin Safety. Delphin <laughs> Safety, like that. Good. Like that. That's yeah. a Louis André Stares. Excellent. Uh, yeah, Stairsy's son, basically. Stairsy's son. Cruel and the Gang. Cruel and the Gang, okay. Yes. Sarge has come up with an absolutely genius Is this your favourite? Our, our, our mutual year. friend of the show, Luke Sargent. <laughs> Touch my tip. <laughs> he always manages to come up with something related to uh, uh, of a sexual yeah, orientation. Private, people's <laughs> private parts, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> and then a final one from Edward Batty: maximum twenty character without the R. Okay. No, I don't get it. So you're only you're only allowed twenty characters. Oh, yeah, I see. I get yeah. Oh, I got you. So, quite funny. Yeah. Not as funny as the others. Not as funny Not as Touch funny. My Tip. That's absolutely brilliant. That's going to take some beating. <laughs> For anyone who didn't listen to uh, one of the last episodes of last season, my favourite uh, team name from last season was Victor Moses Lawn. There you go. I like that one a lot. <laughs> really, really enjoyed that one last season. Hopefully some uh, more funny ones will join in in due course. Right, so... On top of the mini league, we were also uh, we're also going to set some zombie teams of our own this year. So last year we frequently referred back to our original starting lineups, our game week one teams, and sort of lamented as to how well they might have been doing had we left them in. And oh, I had that player, and he would be doing so much better for me. I should have left it alone. So this year we're going to do that. We're going to set our teams, and it'll be the exact team that we start game week one with. One we're going to completely leave alone, and the other one we're going to tinker to our heart's content as we always do and then we'll have a team that we can compare as we go through the season so we'll be um, just keeping a very brief eye on those each week as well um, and we also love a story don't we gents oh yes so uh, we're going to have story corner now we've almost exhausted our own personal library of stories um, but we had a few contributors last season. Um, but we thought, why not open it out to our wider listenership? And with the uh, marvellous advent of, of WhatsApp, everyone can record and send it in. So if you've got a funny story that you'd like to share, you can change the names, you can be as anonymous as you want. And quite frankly, we like, the muckier the better. Um, and if you want some of our uh, funny stories from last season, they're all there on our, on our back catalogue on iTunes or Acast. Um, but yeah, if you've got a funny story this season, please do record it and send it in to us at our email address, which is Steve. Oh, Christ knows. <laughs> which is Mitch. Fantasyfootballnoise at gmail.com. There you go. Is that correct? It is. Yeah, Good job, absolutely correct. Uh, don't worry too much about sound quality. We will find a way to play it in. Um, yeah, and uh, that would be brilliant. We'd love to get some new stories, wouldn't we? Oh, yes. 
And we'll also, of course, we'll also, everyone loves a bit of trivia. So we'll also uh, end part one with a trivia question and we'll come back to the answers towards the end of the show. Uh, Mitchell, I believe you've got something lined up for us. I have got this trivia week for tonight. Well. I quite like doing trivia, yeah. It's great. I really enjoy it. On a, on a World Cup theme? Yeah, related to Premier League players that played in the World Cup. Yeah, so a couple Just of briefly, what, what about that World Cup? Did we enjoy that World Cup, boys? Wasn't it great to see so many Premier League players in the, in the last four? In the latter stages, yeah. Best World Cup ever? I think, I, I, do you know what? I really, really enjoyed it. I mean, that I didn't get caught up in the whole, whole it's coming home because I'm not English. But I still got caught up in it a little bit. But I just really enjoyed the quality of the football. I thought Hazard was a treat. I loved watching Eden Hazard. It was so good. good. Really, really enjoyed it. I really got into it. It tied in with a relatively quiet spell for me work-wise. I watched a hell of a lot of games. It was wonderful. <laughs> really good. But it's absolutely thrown up in the air what people are going to do for their teams in FPL for the first couple of weeks of the season. Lots of speculation Certainly about has. who's back, who's not, who's on holiday, who's, uh, whose wives are having babies, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's quite tricky. Um, and we will go into that in a bit more depth in the second half of the show, right? As we perhaps talk about our teams and where we are, because obviously they'll all probably change quite a bit between now and the start of the season, but where we are with building our teams currently and who we're avoiding and that sort of thing. So we'll go into that in part two. But for now, do you want to hit us with your trivia question? Let me get Mitch? my pen ready. Okay. Come on, Baco. All right, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. And listeners... I'll pad for yeah. a moment while you pick up Please. your pens and paper. And you get I'm sure they all, to, uh, sure they all sit there scribing. Yeah. So the question is related to Premier League players in the World Cup. There were five nations that participated in the World Cup finals who didn't have any Premier League representation in their sides whatsoever. So who were those five nations that had no Premier League representation? Okay. I thought you were going to ask us which teams had the most Premier League players oh, yeah, I can do involved that as well. in the World Cup. Yeah, which teams had the most Premier League players? Have you got those facts to hand? I haven't, but I will do, will do after the break. Okay, cool. And we can rely on your responses being 100% accurate as ever, yeah? 100% accurate. Juan, I see what you did just, there with the Portugal theme. Excellent. Yeah. Juan, 100%, 100% accurate. Just, uh, just for everyone's benefit who has recently joined the pod here in season two, in season one, Mitch generally fucked up the trivia and hadn't actually got the answers to his questions. If well, I can correct you, Baco, <laughs> if I can correct you, Baco, you'll find sure. that I mostly fucked up most things, not just the trivia. <laughs> Please be accurate. <laughs> Very good. Okay, great. So, excellent question, and uh, we will see you in part two. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, welcome back to part two, Fantasy Football Noise. Um, I guess we're going to get into the nuts and bolts of why we're all here, gents. Fantasy Football. Um, how have you both got on so far? Mitch, you seem yeah. to be brimming with confidence yeah, why don't we start I've, with you i've been reading a lot i've been asking questions of uh some of our twitter followers from specific sides i've been looking at some of the pre-season results uh i've been asking questions about players who this might be a breakthrough season for them so i, I honestly all seriousness i feel so much better prepared than any season that i've ever played fpl the result will remain to be... I love all this. This is so setting yourself up for a fall. Carry it really on. Is. Well, of course it is. Of course it is. But let, let's start off with two things. So so I won't go through my whole team straight off, but let us let me go for a couple of things for you to start off with. Easy, obvious things. So number one, Mo Salah, 50% ownership. I just feel you can't be without him. So first name on the team it sheet has to be, for me. It? My feeling is anyone who hasn't got him in their side... That's it. You might as well write your season off. Correct. All agreed, I think. Yeah, yeah, all agreed. What do we think about the price tag? Can't really argue with it, can you? No. It is what it is. Great value for money, yeah. even at 13s. Do we think... Do we yeah, think if you he's do it gonna... on a points per million basis, still good value. Do we think he's going to repeat anything like his form of last year? I don't see any reason why not. Perhaps we should, um, we should reiterate, reiterate for any new listeners that I am a Liverpool fan. Uh, so I obviously desperately hope that he does. Wayne, you're of no particular origin uh, no. or following. And Baker, you are a diehard Swansea fan. Oh, yes. Um, so last year we had a little soft spot for Swansea, but this year obviously not, regrettably. So we're going to swap gonna your Swansea a... loving for Cardiff hating. Is that Am I right in thinking that? Uh, well, I've I've, Does, I've hated Cardiff since I was born, so I'm I'm quite happy to do that. It's not about <laughs> to stop now, John. <laughs> fucking hate Cardiff, but I certainly embargo wise, I won't be picking any Cardiff players. That's for sure. As a point of principle, right. as a point of principle, so that that's off. That's, that's interesting. Gone. It's How 19, long will that last? Nineteen team league for me, and it's nice. I'm I'm, I'm a neutral, a so I can enjoy it. So what if they've got a young striker who's 5.5 million pounds who's bashing them in week after week everyone else has got him don't care don't you don't even know of his name no i i haven't even looked at their team (laughs) i really hope that happens so here you go serious point on cardiff right uh first question is how much does their championship form bearing in mind they didn't win the league how much does their championship form translate into the premier league i'm guessing not much not at all their shit um and they've not strengthened their squad at all. Well, a little bit. Uh, they bought some fella called Reed from Bristol City, who was <laughs> prolific. I understand last season. I think twenty six goals in all competitions. But <laughs> Bristol again, Bristol City that Brilliant. wasn't prolific in the Premier League, was he? 
Precisely. So Ollie McBurney's better than him. <laughs> <laughs> Let from, it go. From PL2. <laughs> so are, are we saying avoid Cardiff players at all costs? Well, I am, but Bet I don't know if is. that's wise. Well, for me, it'll just be suck it and see. I'll be a pure bandwagon player as regard to any of those. But you never know. You might get another little Josh King situation from a couple of seasons ago. Just, just Cheat trying to be impartial. Up front could be, could be good, but wait trying to be impartial. Their first three fixtures aren't too bad: Bournemouth, Newcastle, Huddersfield, and they've got the Newcastle one at home, but two away. So I'm still not going to pick them, even if they were playing, you know, the three sides who are bottom of the league. But, but for those who might pick a Cardiff player, they're actually not got a bad start. I'd like to pick you up on a couple of points. I don't think Bournemouth are going to be one of the bottom three sides. No, no, I'm saying if. Even if they were playing the bottom three sides. Oh. I'm saying it's a relatively easy start, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, sure. Relatively. I would still say that's a Bournemouth home win first fixture of the season. So actually sure. that's what what that's taken us on to, we're talking about Cardiff. So we're kind of we we've gone down the path of where we might find some differentials. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you about uh, a couple of other potential differentials that I've got in my side mm-hmm. that I like the look of. So number one Diogo Yotta from Wolves. Uh, he You've been was, banging his drum since last season, haven't you? I have, yeah. He's young. He was prolific last season. Uh, I interacted with a few of the Wolves fans who've told me he is just incredible. First name on the team sheet. What's he coming in at, so, Mitch? 6.5 million. <sighs> Pricey. Yeah, so he's in my side. He's in my side. And he's in a lot of other sides as well, actually. Let's see, who does that put him alongside in the sort of 6.5 bracket? Who is he? Who's he rubbing Milivojevic. Yeah, and Milivojevic is on pens. Richarlison. You have to take seven seven of Millie's goals were pens last season. Yeah, exactly. Who else? Sessignon from Fulham, another decent player. Pedro. Not bad, but it's not a bad price. Decore, Richarlison, Townsend, yeah. all better. Well, you don't know yet. <laughs> you don't, do you know? All better. No. Richarlison, we'll not better. We'll see. Yeah, Richarlison's going to be super for... I'm not going to pick him, but he's going to be super for Everton, I think. I think he's a good buy. Did you see the I stats on Sil- him, though? His, his points under silver, whilst at Watford last season... Was something like 102 points he scored in exactly. the first 10 or 15 game weeks and then when Silver left he scored a handful for the whole remainder of the season yeah, so you need to check up on that I, I think that's bullshit I can see why people have picked him no it's no I think there was, there's some, been some judicious use of uh, numbers <laughs> I, I'm not sure that's entirely accurate oh you know me <laughs> all the best stats are approximate right yeah yeah, and are made up on the spot. Yeah, but 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 having said that, you look at Everton's fixtures. Mm. Wolves away, Saints at home, Bournemouth away, Huddersfield and West Ham at home. Yeah, not they too are bad. Top ranked fixture team. Is that right? Yeah. 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 See, I like the sound of that. Where do we, where so whilst we're on whilst we've mentioned Everton, where do we stand on their other assets? Someone like Walcott, for example, who was a bit hit and miss, wasn't he last year? Yeah. So the easy bit Balassi. is to identify that, yeah, easy bit, Everton have got reasonably good fixtures, new manager, so conceptually they should do well. The hard bit is picking a couple of decent fucking players. Yeah. 
Because you don't know, do you? You don't, you don't. But you would think that Sigurdsson, Walcott, Richarlison, Balassi, pretty yeah, much... Guilfrey can't be as bad as he was last season. No. He's a super player. Yeah. You'd think they're what all about, in, wouldn't you? Is it is a Geary Gay? What's he called? Idrissa Gay. Idrissa Gay. Yeah. That's him. He's played, more, played in more the World of Cup. a Heaps. deep lying role, isn't he? Wouldn't go there I for a lot of actually. points. Yeah. I'm going to have a look at some Everton articles mm. on I've, Twitter. I, I've entirely Wise. steered clear of Everton. Have you? Yeah. See, I think Baker's right. I think they are a good, a good uh, pond to fish in, so we say. But you just got to at the right price. Yeah. Do a bit of homework. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and that's what they are, isn't it? They are. They are. Where can I get a cheap player from? They're not going to be your premium assets. They're going to be yeah. filling in the gaps. So good fixtures. Shall I move on to my my next potential differential? Yes, please. Like the look of. I've gone for Ricardo Pereira from Leicester. Mm. Nice. Mm. Now I, it's a completely mixed bag. When I've put my team out there for for people to give me their views, some have said no way, swap him out for someone else. Leicester fans naturally have said, "Yeah, brilliant, he's going to be amazing." But but look what at price? It. He is five, five million. Oh, so five year deal, twenty five million quid. Signed from Porto, played I think twenty six games last season, two goals, four assists. Uh, plays down the right hand side right back but gets forward also plays right midfield and right wing as well and in uh, the game is he a defender or mid he's a defender okay defender in the game that, make, that makes him more appealing yeah and he played in the champions league last last season as well so i think he's going to be it, you're not going to buy someone like him and put him on the bench so i think he's a he's going to start he has played in some of their pre-season games and i think he could be a classic out of position player so yeah, I I've I pondered it for ages and then thought no, I'm going to go for it because I think you can only do well in this game if you've got some kind of differential. Otherwise, we're all just going to end up with the same team. So, yep, the so, template yeah. team last season was uh, ended up being a pain in the ass, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Everyone was everyone was yeah more or less the same side or seven or eight players at least in everyone's starting eleven. Yeah, I am liking the new Mitch. Yeah. Already. yeah, me too. Loving the new Mitch. Well, do you reckon the new Mitch will watch any football this season, though, Steve? <laughs> I should probably try, shouldn't I? I should try. Just match think, of the day. That's all you need to do. I think it would help. Yeah, okay. yeah, I will. Exactly. I will. An hour, um, an hour even of watching each week. Let's just, while you're mentioning him, Leicester have got a not bad start either, apart from they're, they're away at Man United first fixture, and then they've got home to Wolves, away at Saints, then they've got a Tough one at home to Liverpool, but then they've got Bournemouth and Huddersfield. Newcastle follow that, so yeah. with a bit of rotation, he he could uh, he could dovetail in quite well, actually. Correct, and that's exactly how I've picked my side. So I have now not got a single player who is just oh, sorry. I've got one bench fodder player, and that's Spironi, my reserve keeper. Um, mm. And I'm still thinking about that. That I, I quite like the concept of uh, set and forget keepers. So, for example, pick Fabianski and Adrian, so that you've always got a keeper that plays. Have you looked at Ben Krellin's FPL calendar? It's got a tab on it that's got the home and away schedule, so you can pick combinations of keepers and combinations of fourth and fifth defenders. No, I haven't yet. Wow, no, I, I haven't. Should. No, I've got his. I've got his fixture list. That's it. Yeah, so there's it's called FPL Schedule HA, and if you go into that, you can see the teams that are beautifully synced in terms of their home and away 
fixtures. So if you pick um, if you pick two keepers, if you're looking for two reasonable price keepers, yep. rather than going down the De Gea route, then that's the one to go. And then you've always got to keep pretty much always got a keeper that's going to play at home every week. Yep. Nice. So you save yourself a million and a half, or even two million, by having a four and a four point five. Keeper, million and a half tops. Yeah, I would say million and a half tops is what you're going to save yourself. See, I've currently got De Gea in my lineup, but because he's so he is, he's just bankable, isn't he? Almost, you know. And mm. Man United, thankfully, are in a spell at the minute where they're not very attractive to watch. But what they do is keep a lot of clean sheets. Well, what I've done, so I, I I had him in my side. I've now gone Edison because Edison is, I think, half a million cheaper. And didn't score he is, too yeah. differently been... from him. So two Man clean City sheets fewer, I lot. think. Man City start is a lot easier than United, yeah. I would say. And also, when you look at if you're just going on um, the total score from last season, remember Edison had quite a few games out after Sadio Mane kicked him in the face in one of the early games. So actually, ah, had he played, so he, he would have scored pretty much the same as De Gea. Really valid point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. So my other, my final, my final differential. Well, maybe not a differential because I think quite a few people have got him. Um, but it's oh, before you go on. go on, before you go on, if you have Edison, just looking at the home away, I would say Begovic is a good partner for him because they play, they play home and away alternate with Man City pretty much until game week twelve. Nice. You know, I'd still, I'd still play Edison over Begovic, even if he was away, wouldn't you? Yeah, but if they start leaking goals in the first couple of games and the City defence looks sure, a bit okay, yeah, weak, yeah. you don't want to have to start making keeper substitutions, no, right. do you? Yeah, good point. You are right, but but after an away game to Arsenal on the first day, City have got Huddersfield, Wolves, Newcastle, Fulham, Cardiff, Brighton. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is probably, pretty special, isn't it? If I've got Edison in the sticks, I'll probably leave him in, to be honest with so you. Here, here's a dilemma for you. So, looking at their fixtures, in my opinion, you've got to have triple Man City in your side, which I've got. Absolutely, mm-hmm. but of course you have. it's who is the triple? Who are you going to put in your side? In, in, in the midfield, there's so many players that, could be playing and coming back from the world i love yeah i love the the germany left sane out and were shit narrative yeah i'm going sane a lot of people are i've got mares in my side so far i'm very excited about him at nine million but there is a little yellow injury warning in one of the pre-seasons i think yeah so i i don't know how accurate or how severe that will be but um yeah, I've got a I've got a little yellow warning next to Riyad Mahrez as well, and uh, in my notes it says "petulant little shitbag." <laughs> <laughs> but they spent sixty million quid on him, so they're yeah, probably going to use him a fair bit. Yeah. Also, didn't go deep into the World Cup. Did not feature in the World Cup at all. A little clue for our twi- trivia there. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. That's a feather in his cap, I would think. So, yeah, so I've got, just while we're on that, then I've got three Man City, so Edison in goal. I've got uh, Aguero up top, and I've got Fernandinho. Now, I know he's a defensive midfielder, but he scored fairly well last season. He's and handy he's, at the price, isn't he? Yeah, exactly, that's it. Handy at Pops the price. Pops up with the odd goal, right? Yeah. 
yeah. the odd goal. But I, I couldn't I couldn't really find anyone that I think would be as reliable a scorer as him for the price. Are we gonna um, are we gonna continue our seemingly team policy of not picking fucking Sterling? Absolutely. Not gonna go near yeah. him. Wasn't he woeful in the World Cup? Oh my god. Uh, had my head well, in my he hands so many so times. So many goals. If he if he scores every big chance he gets this season, he'll score three hundred points like Mo Salah as well. He misses so many. He got two hundred twenty nine points last season, and he missed several hat tricks that I watched. <laughs> I looked at the ownership stats. It wasn't recently, so maybe last week. And let me tell you, I, I, I sorted last year's performance um, by scores, and he's obviously top. Top, top three players hmm. and out of the top 15 scorers from last season he is the lowest percentage ownership mm. yeah don't doubt it don't doubt it for a minute he's owned currently by 2.7% exactly that's low isn't it do you know for me so it's totally is he a differential hang on for an 11 million pound player though <laughs> 11 million wow. pounds 11 million wow. that's a lumpy price tag but I mean he scored 18 goals so you know and what was it 229 points 229 yeah yeah for me, it's a class- this is a classic point of, had I not seen him perform in the World Cup in the way that he did, uh, it, this is classic heart overhead. I just don't want him in my side. Yeah, absolutely. I just, I just emotionally can't bear him in my side. I think he'd be a Sorry, very, very frustrating player to own, don't you? Yeah, definitely. Be a very, very frustrating, frustrating player to own. You'd just, you'd just be fucking screaming at your telly. I don't want that. What were, sorry, what were you going to say about Sane? I clipped you, mate. Sorry. Yeah, so Sane at nine point five is much better value than Sterling at eleven. Yeah, 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 definitely. Very good, so, Mitch. So, I've got one fight. One final differential for you. Um, yes. that I nearly got onto is Tom Kearney at Fulham. Now, I was reading something by a former, I think it was a former Spurs uh, director of team performance or something like that. And it was after they bought this chap, I think his name is, is it Jean-Michel Serry? Um, that, that he believes that the position that Serry will play in at Fulham um, will effectively take over some of the responsibilities of Tom Kearney, allowing Kearney to push much further forward into a into a more attacking position. So actually, he could get a lot more action in the last third of the field. So that's why I've put him in my side. So I'd be happy. I've got across my midfield. I'd be happy for all five of them to play. So Fernandinho, Salah, Yotta, Mkhitaryan, and Kearney. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Nice one. Yeah. What about uh, while, we're, while we're mentioning Fulham? What about your man Mitrovic? He is a handy player, and he's he's currently he is, in my lineup. He is a handy third striker, I think. I think you'll be many people's favourite third striker. Yeah. Going to start every game, right? What price, Jay? 6-5. Yeah, nice. Um, I think he'll start every game, and I think he'll, he'll do some damage. I would think so. Why did Newcastle sell him? I don't know, but he scored quite a lot of goals for... Is it Serbia? In, in World Cup qualifying? He did, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, who knows what the deal with Newcastle was, but um, I think he could be good for Fulham. And from what I hear, can't profess to know anything about the championship, but from what I hear, Fulham played good attacking football last season. So hopefully they'll keep that going and he'll be there. They start at home to Palace, away at Spurs, then home to Burnley, away at Brighton. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Then away at Man City. We'll just focus on the first five. Gloss over that. (laughs) 
Thanks yeah. him for that one. <laughs> so here you go. I've got uh, my third striker. So my first two. I've got Aguero and Aubameyang up top, which mm. I think could be a dreamy partnership. That's where the money's um, gone, isn't it? But I've gone for Florin Andone from Who? Brighton. Who? Hmm. So here they've bought him from Deportivo La Coruña. Uh, five-year deal. I feel like he... Uh, someone might need to correct me on this. This is only... I've only put him in today. But I think he's going to be a starter. So someone coming I, with pedigree from would, La Liga. Um, I would do your research on pre-season selection. I need to selection. Bit, yeah. yeah. Run his name past me again. Florin Andoni. Okay, Brighton, five million. Got him. Okay. Could be Huddersfield. He's got a stripy shirt. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're interchangeable, aren't they? Yeah. It is, it is Brighton. What's Brighton start like? Home, sorry, away at Watford, then home to United, then away at Liverpool, home to Fulham. Yeah. Mm. So I might as well. I've, I've You're not going to start in the way with those other two. I've almost completed my uh, my team for you. So let me tell you who I've then got at the back. So I've already talked about Pereira. Then got Andrew Robertson, uh, Aspilicueta. Tompkins from Palace, and then Cedric Suarez. Do you not want to go Alexander Arnold for a for a million less? No, than Robertson. Yeah, Yourself a million I've, quid, mate. I've gone Robertson as well. Have no. you? No, yeah. I like Robertson. I thought he was the games I watched him play at the end of last season. I thought he was oh. absolutely splendid. Watching yeah. him marauding down the left, I, I, yeah, I like him a lot. Couldn't agree more. For me, it was between him and Van Dijk, and. Just sort of some of the balls that Robertson puts in to the box is just yeah, just on the money so often. I think you've got a good chance of some double digit hauls with him myself. Very good. And Liverpool good. got a pretty, pretty favourable start, you'd have to say. Home to West Ham, away at Palace, home to Brighton, away at Leicester, before they go to Spurs and then Southampton. So Yeah. I think a Liverpool defender for me, regardless of my bias, Liverpool defender is probably a must in my view. I tell you Especially what, they are going to let so. yeah, fuck all in with that giant in goal, are they? Yeah. What about that? Finally got a. Well, maybe we're going to be embarrassed and eat our words, but that had to happen, didn't it? Yeah, that had to happen. And I, I couldn't give a shit that we paid over the odds for him, frankly. No, he's going to be wonderful. Yeah. Hope so. Regardless of who you support, I think it's great when players like that come to the Premier League because he, he just looks like... I've seen a couple of videos of him in training. He just looks mm. fucking brilliant and it's good mm. to have fucking brilliant players fucking in games brilliant that you Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I hope we get a better number two than Mignolet as well and they can... There was, there was rumour I read the other day that Mignolet is, uh, m- might go to Barcelona. <laughs> as as Kitman. <laughs> what, to play for Espanyol? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. No, that's the number two, apparently. Really? Yeah. Good heavens. Do you Seems want me to take, me, take you through my strategy, Jay? Go on, Yeah, so go. we haven't really talked about strategy in terms of formation, Mitch. Yeah. Do you, do you have a, a set formation that you, you think you're going to, or is it going to change every week because you're happy with your, your cheaper players? Uh, I am going to tend towards uh, having maximum players across the midfield so yeah. I think if you remember our analysis from the end of last season we said that on a on a per player average the most of the points came from from the midfield they did so yeah. you get a 3-5-2 3-5-2 yeah okay yeah yeah so my starting lineup will be Edison 
in goal. Pereira, Robertson and Aspi at the back. Fernandinho, Salah, Yota, Mkhitaryan and Kearney. And then Aguero and an Aubameyang up top. And everyone in the mini-league is banking on you to beat Stairsy. So the best of luck with that, mate. And you've now told him your entire and exact side. So He's now uh, going to pick the same side as you. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> if he does, that would be cynical. And we should make him pay 500 quid just for being an arse piece. I'm pretty sure there's not a chance that he will replicate your side no not not any danger of that whatsoever I actually had the pleasure of meeting Stairsy for the very first time Oh, how oh, was lovely. he? Couple did of he look, was absolutely lovely. Absolutely did lovely. he look as much like Sean Connery as I thought? He did a bit. Yeah, I have to say he did a bit, yeah. He was, he was thoroughly lovely and um, uh, in, you know, enjoyed the show and looking forward to season two, as we are. So I think mm-hmm. it's great that he's laid that gauntlet down to you. I think that's brilliant. So hats <laughs> off. He's also contributed um, or suggested uh, a regular feature of the show, which we rather like and we're going to do. We're going to end each show with bankers and wankers. So we will basically each identify a player who we think is um, nailed on for big points for the coming game week. And maybe also that will be the banker, obviously, and the wanker being someone with sort of 10% or more ownership who we think is likely to fail. So bankers and wankers, we shall round up each show with. So let us know what you think about that. Lovely stuff. Okay, for, so for, formation-wise, so firstly I approach my squad as what formation am I going to gonna go for most weeks. This year I'm going to s- start out thinking 3-4-3, three, three. so I'm going to go for a three-striker mm. strategy. So okay. last year I did well, my top points haul, so 2-1-1-4 was my points haul last year, but I'm not, I'm not happy with it, so I need to make changes. So I'm going to go three four three. So I'm I'm sticking with that, and sorry to interject. Were you, were you on a three five two last season most of the time? Three no, it was actually four four two mostly last year. Four four two. So you switch into three four three this year. Okay. Three four three. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Come on then. So I need three productive strikers. So I'm going Kane, Firmino, and Zaha. Oof. Sounds hey. pretty good, doesn't it? Sounds tasty, doesn't it? Zaha's got huge ownership, over 30%. Really? Great player, great value at, at 7 million. Great for a third striker. I think he's a he's a he's an uptick on Mitrovic, for example. I'm I'm happy with Zaha. 30%. I don't care. Cool. Fair enough. Yeah, they've got good fixtures. Apart from their home game to Liverpool in their second game, their their fixtures look pretty good for the first five. Well they do, it, yeah. I'll just give you Crystal Palace's fixtures. They start off away to Fulham and then home to Liverpool. But after that, it's away to Watford, home to Southampton, away at Huddersfield, home to Newcastle, away at Bournemouth, home to Wolves. So that is quite a tasty run after. Mm. Well, from game week three onwards, right? Yeah. So my next... So after after banking my formation and picking my three strikers, I'm now looking at fixtures. So... My intention is to be in a position to not have to make subs- um, transfers every week. <laughs> I'm just going to rotate. <laughs> just going to rotate a couple for, for, for new listeners. Uh, Baker sometimes inter- intertwines the word transfer for substitute. So just, I was just... fucking determined not to do that, <laughs> but you did. Never mind. So you're you're trying to avoid lots of unnecessary 
transfers. Transfers, got you, yeah. <laughs> so that I can save up um, double transfer weeks. And then if I want to do drop a four-pointer, I can then make a fundamental change to my team if right. I need to. And I've got my strategy wrong. Uh, wrong, But I hope not because I've looked at the fixtures and my my top four ranked sides in terms of the fixtures are Everton, Liverpool, Burnley and Palace. There's a little asterisk against Burnley because of their Europa League involvement. So let's hope Aberdeen beat them as we record this on Thursday night. I really hope they don't have any European interest. With that in mind, I want two or three players in my squad from those four sides. So, from a Palace perspective, I've gone for differential at the back, Wan-Bissaka, um, who we mentioned on the on the pod last season a couple of times. We did. He's um, in my side. Yeah, and he is um, a likely starter. He started uh, most of their pre-season games. Correct. Ahead of Ward. Um, so, Zaha as well. So, there's my two Palace. Yep. My two Burnley. I've gone for Goodmanson in midfield. And <laughs> Snap, so have I. <laughs> Pick one of Ward or Lantern at the back. Could be either. Yeah, I've gone for three Liverpool. So in addition to Firmino, I've obviously got Salah and I've got Alexander-Arnold. Okay. And two Everton. So I haven't picked my two Everton yet. But I, I'm pretty sure that Keane at the back is going to be in there. And I need an Everton midfielder who is no more than five million, please. Everton anyway. have just signed a new... I believe yes. it's a left back. I his name. Let, me, let me bring it up. Is it is it yeah. senior? From Barcelona. I don't have to say it's senior. No, Digne. Yeah. So Lucas Digne or Digny, as you as it's literally written. But um, <laughs> he's at five million. And apparently, he's going to shake things up and give Baines a run for his money. I read. So don't know. What about Coleman? Coleman back to full yeah, fitness because he was a prone. he was a mainstay, wasn't he? In years gone by, was, but obviously talking, the last... Yeah, we're talking three seasons ago now. We are, yeah. The last two have been severely blighted, but I haven't looked yeah. at any of their pre-season. Is he, is he starting? Is he doing well? Any ideas? No idea. No idea. He's one to look at for sure. Find out. So in addition <clears throat> to all those, I've also got Sane, which I mentioned before, and then my keeper strategy is the rotation between Begovic and Pickford. Okay, and how do they Who... dovetail? They dovetail nicely, um, and you know, as as mentioned, Everton's fixtures are favourable, um, and Bournemouth's aren't bad. Yeah. So they start off with Cardiff at home. So yeah, I'm going to start with Begovic. Cool. See, I quite like that. That is a, that is a really interesting strategy of a way to to save yourself at least a million, if not one point five. Yeah. Potentially two. If and you, then, yeah. So I'm starting with. Salah, Sane, Kane and Firmino because I've saved money elsewhere. Yeah, a lot to be said for it. I, I have found, I've currently got, so are you done? Are you happy to me to move yeah, on to mine? Yeah, go for it, mate. So I, when I said to you earlier on, I've got De Gea and I forgot that I actually didn't have my team up. I actually forgot that I had switched to Edison. So I've got currently Fabianski and Edison at the back. Um, and as I say, I haven't looked at any you know, really sort of dovetailing of fixtures or anything like that. So this is going to change, but I currently got Otamendi. Fabianski and Edison are on the same schedule for the first six weeks. So they play home at the same time and they play away at the same time. So not a good combination. No, not a good combo at all. I'm really tempted by your 
suggestion bakes i might do that and i quite like begovich so yeah may may do that but um anyway i've currently got as we mentioned i've got robertson uh, i've got Juan bisaka as my differential um and i've got otamendi because that's I just like like his goal threat, and they keep a lot of clean sheets. So you love Nicolas Otamendi, don't you? I absolutely hate him as a player, but he, he got better. <laughs> he got better as last season went on. He got more reliable, didn't he? He did. But um, he's also a real magnet for the bonus points. So if they do keep clean sheets, he's probably in for a good haul. Um, and I've also gone Stephen Ward of Burnley because I agree with you. Their their start is pretty favourable. Um, so one of them, and I just yeah plumped for him, and I haven't really locked in my my fifth fifth defender at all yet. Because I'm playing three at the back, I'm probably never going to use my fifth defender. Yeah, you need him to be someone who at least plays. Because if you are playing, I'd, ideally, but it's a it's a four million someone who's going to play. So Wambasaka fits that bill. Yeah, 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 sure. Um, and across the midfield, I've currently got uh, Salah. Mares, Goodmanson, Milivojevic, and Moy uh, as my fa- my final one. And what, what formation are you going to play? I think probably three five two as well. So you're prob- going to pick all those five midfielders. I reckon week. I am. Yeah, hmm. you but you've both made good cases. I'm I'm still not decided. Like I say, I'm grossly underprepared. I'm not decided. I've just really gone through and only really familiarised myself with all the new player values and some of the reclassifications like Arnautovic for example being a striker Zaha being a striker this year all that sort of stuff I've only really started looking at that the last couple of days Um, so it will all change but uh, yeah I've currently got a front three of Arnautovic Aubameyang and Mitrovic that doesn't Uh, shout goals to me mate you're not happy with that no Mm. okay that says I'm not I'm it's an afterthought that that front three. Yeah, I, I don't like it either. I don't like that. I'd go. I think chucking some money at it from from the keeper to the front. I think that's. Yeah. I think that's going to happen. Lovely. Yeah, so that's basically it for my side. What do you guys think um, in terms of uh, World Cup players? Because I mean, particularly teams like Spurs, uh, which we'll, we'll come on yeah. to in a minute with the trivia and stuff. But you know, the majority of their starting eleven were in the bloody semi-final with Belgium or England so are we just completely yeah, my, steering clear of those my rule of thumb time is not, I'm not starting with any of the semi-finalists yeah. apart from Kane I just want to go counterintuitive this season that he's actually going to fucking score in August you think so yeah and also you've got a new manager at Chelsea so you've got no idea really how they're going to line up so where you know I think you're pretty safe with Azpi Mitch but um, yeah there aren't that many players who are nailed on definitely starting. They've got quite an embarrassment of riches, haven't yeah. they? So Stairsy seems to think that uh, David Luiz is back to a guaranteed slot in Surrey's side. Oh, really? Mm. Mm. What about someone like William, someone like Pedro? Who William's been talked about going away, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been talked Pedro, I think, is, is, is a good bet for a starter. You reckon? Mm-hmm. I mean, it could all change in this next week, so I think there's going to be a flurry of transfers. But Yeah. Silly transfers as well. Silly. <laughs> stupid. Silly season. Just stupid. Silly transfers. All right then, so yeah, speaking of World Cup, do you want to get these trivia answers? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So let's just recap. So there are two parts to it. So there are five nations uh, that participated in the World Cup that didn't have a single Premier League player in their side. 
So that's part one. Part two is who were the top... Uh, there's actually one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight... Who were the top eight by Premier League representation? It's only eight because the uh, that in fourth place there are uh, one, two, three, four, five teams that uh, had the same number of players. So... Okay. I will keep count as we go between you, head to head. Mm-hmm. Who were the five nations? Who should we start with? Let's go alphabetical by surname, so let's go Baker. Iran. Correct. John? I had that one down. Uh, Saudi Arabia? Correct. Peru? Incorrect, Baker. Cockend. <laughs> Carrillo <laughs> was their Fuck representation. Off. Panama. Oh, Panama. Panama, correct. Yes. John? I'm struggling, mate. Morocco. Uh, No, not Morocco. No, okay. Oh, we're scraping the barrel now. Costa Rica? Not Costa Rica. Not Costa Rica. Uh, Tunisia? Not Tunisia. Shall I just tell you and we'll move on? Yeah, tell us. There, There aren't any more. Yes, please. There are. Russia. No Russians in the Premier League. And also Uruguay. Uruguay. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow, yeah. There you go. Uh, so, who are the top sides for Premier League players? Belgium. Belgium, second second place. Yes. Baco. England. Correct, first place. Third place, John? Portugal? No, sorry. For only four for Portugal. France. France, they're in fourth place with five, yes. Denmark? Yes, five in fourth place. Baco? Spain? No, I believe Spain were only four. John? How about Brazil? Yes, third place, six. Baco? Poland? No. I'm going to give you a curveball. What about Egypt? Egypt, correct, five. Ooh. Well done, Jay. <laughs> Boof. Oh, I can only think of Hegazi and Salah, but... Uh... El Neni? El Mohammedi? You've just made that up. That's just a series of noises you've made there. <laughs> That's an Baker? player. Um, Serbia? Correct, five. One more, John. Just, I was just going to say Serbia. Uh, give us the last one, Mitch. Come on. Senegal. On Senegal. Senegal. Uh, five players. Lovely. Well, should we, should we round off with our uh, bankers and wankers, lads? Yeah, let's do it. New feature. So let's go around the room and uh, not that we're in a room, but the virtual room. And um, who's your banker? Yeah, banker for big points in week so one. So I'll start on my banker. I'm going based on fixtures or the first fixture yes. of the season. Uh, yes. I'm going and based on uh, pre season form, as far as I can see. So I'm going for Josh King from Bournemouth. Oof, that's okay. ballsy. Yeah. Mm. Well, we're going to try and make these the you know slightly left field. There's no point in just saying Salah every week, is there? Oh, for West Ham at home, I was going to go Salah for my. Well, yeah. You were going to be really risky. I suppose that this feature is not really supposed to be where to put the captain's armband necessarily. It's more like who's a. I think it's who's a differential. Come on then. What have you it? got? Maybe maybe it isn't. Maybe it isn't. Who's your banker, Jay? You're coming to me as if I'm in any way prepared for this. At least a name. I'm going to go Mares. If he plays, I'm going to go Mares. Fuck it. Very ballsy. 
What about your wankers then, guys? Who is hotly tipped, but you don't agree? I'll start. 26.4% ownership. First game away at Liverpool, reclassified. Arnautovic is my wanker of the week. Mm. Nice. My wanker of the week is they are going to get off to a terrible start. Man United, Lukaku. <laughs> Who are they playing first week? Leicester at home. Leicester at home. Mm, interesting. What, what makes you pick Lukaku for that when he generally does all right against the mid-table sides? I think he's shit. Simple as that, John. Simple <laughs> as that, mate. I'll say I'll see it, mate. And I'm going to simply say Sterling. Nice. May not even may not even play, of course. Which away at the Emirates. Exactly. Yeah. So we will see. Right, gents. Well, it's been a pleasure. Lovely to be back. Hope you've all enjoyed the show. If you would like to get in touch or, or indeed follow us and the drivel that Mitch comes out with, um, sometimes we share amusing pictures and videos and we retweet tips and things to bring you away. Uh, we are on Twitter at fantasy underscore noise. And once again, if you do have any funny stories, we'd love to hear them and you can uh, send us those in an audio clip, please. Uh, MP3 would be wonderful or just however you can get it to us. Um, and the email for that is fantasyfootballnoise at gmail.com. Please don't forget there's a Friday night deadline to get your teams all finalised. Um, and we will see you Tuesday or Wednesday the following week. So until then, speak to you next week, chaps. Cheers. Adieu. Bye for now. Cue the music. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.